Welcome to Divine Downloads. I'm your host, Cassandra Bodzak, and today's show is all about the lunar eclipse in Taurus um, that is happening on this Friday, November 19th. And before we get into what the energy is like as we enter into this eclipse season, I wanted to just take a moment and invite you to look at the links below. I have a free Divinely Design Your Life masterclass available. If you haven't checked it out, I highly recommend it. Um, it's actually perfect for the energies um, right now of this moon and kind of discovering what's coming up for you, where you are, where you want to be, and what your relationship with the divine is. So I just want to point you in that direction. It's totally free, and you can click the link below and check it out. Also, if you're interested in going deeper with me, I have a couple of spots open for one-on-one -on -one coaching um, as we head into the new year. So feel free to email my assistant at assistant at CassandraBodzak.com if you're interested in working with me one-on-one. -on -one. And without further ado, let's talk about the lunar eclipse in Taurus. Whew, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I've been feeling this eclipse so much. I am so tired and I know I just moved. Um, we just moved into our new house, which is a huge manifestation for me. And so there's been so much unpacking, you know, my regular schedule of interviews and clients and, and projects and all the things that are going on. I'm actually also just signed on to start writing a uh, guided journal for spiritual awakening. So I'm super excited about that. Lots of juicy stuff in the pot cooking right now. But this eclipse season is kind of kicking off right now. And so I just want to let you know that it's totally normal um, to feel exhausted <laughs> during eclipse season. Um... I, I think sometimes when we have these massive influxes of energy, what happens is it either completely wires us and we're kind of like cracked out and we can't sleep and we might even be anxious because there's so much energy moving through our body or does it the opposite <laughs> where we're so exhausted because there's so much energy assimilating and shifting in our body and so... Um, each and every one of our bodies will, you know, handle it differently. And so much of it also depends on, you know, the other different factors in your personal biology. Um, and so whatever's coming up for you physically right now, I just want you to honor it and take care of your body. It's so important um, to just listen and try, don't try to fight it. You know, I've really been trying to surrender to taking naps right now during the day. Yesterday... We were supposed to go pick up some stuff, um, you know, at Home Depot and run some errands after dinner, and I just couldn't. I had to go to bed, and it was funny. I, I actually had this book that I'm, I'm reading over again right now called the, the Pleiadian Agenda, um, which I'll, I'll explain a little bit why that's so pertinent right now with this eclipse as well. But I had been called to reread this book. I've had this book for many years since my own spiritual awakening, and I had been called to reread this book recently, 
And so I was super excited. I don't know if you ever have that feeling where you like wait all day and you're so excited to just cuddle up in bed with a nice cup of tea and just read before you go to bed. And I literally read one page last night and I passed out. I could not keep my eyes open. Um, and I've had, I've heard that from some of the women that are in my mastermind and in Divinely Design Your Life, the process and my one-on-one -on -one clients that a lot of people are feeling fatigue right now or anxiety and some kind of physical things going on. And so this is just an affirmation if you're listening to that. Honor it. Um, take care of your body. What's happening right now is essentially that we're being hit by these high frequency energies and our physical dense body is trying to integrate and assimilate them and each and every one of our bodies depending on what you know the composite of what else is going on in our life is going to integrate and assimilate that differently and going to need different things so the most important thing is not blanket statement um, of everyone do one thing. I'd say the biggest things everyone should do is be prioritizing sleep as much as possible, drinking lots of water, um, and just, you know, nourishing your body with, you know, whole foods, the, the basics, right? You guys know what to do. Um, and if you, on the flip side, if you're feeling really wired and have that, you know, energy, then... I'm going to give you maybe some controversial advice here, but lean into it if you can. If you have the luxury, um, which because I run most of my, um, I run my own business, but obviously I still have scheduled clients. I still have appointments and stuff, but if I am having a wired night and I don't have anything early the next morning, I try to just allow myself to be in it because sometimes that's when we get this beautiful creative download. That's when, you know, we rearrange something. I mean, one of my favorite stories is how when I was finishing up writing my, my first book, Eat With Intention, I had one of those nights where I was just like, it was towards the end of finishing the book. And I was, I can't remember if it was a full moon, if it had anything to do with the astrology, but I wouldn't be surprised if it did. And I could not, I was so wired. I could not sleep. <laughs> And it was like 2 a.m. and I was stuck on this one part of my book and I just couldn't like, it was like I was hitting a wall, not energetically, I still had so much energy, but creatively. And I got this, this insight, like move your desk into your bedroom and, and do this thing with the lights. And I did all this by like 2.30 a.m. It's all done. Lord knows, like the, I was living in an apartment at the time, so bless the poor people below me. Um... I sit down at my desk, it's like 2.30, almost 3 a.m. And the rest of the book just flew out of me. I didn't stop writing until about 6 a.m. the next morning. And then, of course, I passed out and I was able to sleep for a couple hours. So I didn't, you know, since I was in a writing book phase, I wasn't taking any clients at the time. Um, but yeah, so if you're feeling that big flow with these eclipses, I really like to lean into the energy. Now, I understand that's not always possible, right? You have... Um, early things you have to show up for a meeting or work and and so that's you got to do what you got to do and in that case you know maybe you need to take a little melatonin drink some chamomile tea take a nice bath and try to wind yourself down do a nice sleep hypnosis um so that you can do but when you have the opportunity to run with that energy 
there's so much being downloaded right now. Go for it, you know? Um, and likewise, if you are feeling sleepy, there's so much being download, downloaded right now. So go for it. You're receiving it. Um, I've been having some pretty vivid dreams. I know a couple people in my life have been texting me about dreams. Dreams are another way that these energies kind of come through us. And so we can receive insights in our dreams as well. But as we enter into eclipse season, this is, you know, this kickoff for the next month, um, eclipse season is a really faded time. And there is, you know, the beauty of eclipse season is that other than I would say your regular spiritual practice, your regular, you know, asking for divine guidance, you know, those things that you're doing for yourself and for your evolution, during eclipse season, I really see it as the divine's way of like making sure you're on the right track. So if you're on the right track, then things really commit and solidify and move forward and opportunities come up and very faded, destined happenings um, come up on that path. And if you're not on the right track, then things are removed. So uh, oftentimes if you're in a relationship through eclipse season, you know, I got engaged during eclipse season two years ago and engagements are really popular during eclipse season because it's kind of like a solidifying of something on the path and also breakups are really popular during eclipse season. So, but here's, here's the message I want to tell you is that you don't need to manipulate anything. You can just be in your highest self and trust that the things that are being removed from your life are being removed for a reason. The things that are being solidified in your life are being solidified for a reason. And we can be in that space of surrender and trust. And so same thing, you know, I have a client right now that's in a job interview process, right? As we move into eclipse season and um, she actually has her... Um, I don't know if it's her final interview, but one of like the, you know, uh, she's had a few interviews now. So she's far along the process and she has this um, interview on Friday on the eclipse, right? And so in a way, it, it's actually, it's so beautiful because whatever happens with the job is really destined, is really faded. So if she's meant to have it or she's meant to not have it, that will be revealed in time. And all she has to do is show up to that job interview as her highest self, right? And it'll all kind of shake out. And that's really how I feel about um, eclipse season in general. Now, specifically with this Taurus um, full moon lunar eclipse that we have coming in, you know, Taurus has a lot to do with manifestation, has a lot to do with self-worth, um, self-love, feeling grounded, connected, um, and so I think we're going to be having a big revelation around our self-worth and where we derive self-worth from. And you guys are probably already experiencing this. And, you know, one of the things that had come up for me just this past week, I think, in the energy of this eclipse is really looking at where are the areas that I that I perceive, keyword, perceive <laughs> my self-worth to originate from. And, you know, for me personally, what really came up is how much I connect 
my self-worth with my work and my worldly success and my financials and how not only has that affected the the way I show up for my work and kind of my emotional life around my work and my successes and my failures but also you know I had this it's, it's so funny it was kind of like and this is often how it happens so hopefully this example will also open up for you maybe what's what's moving moving through you it's kind of like these petals of the flower keep on opening up right and so one of the things I realized was how you know sometimes my relationship with my finances has been um in in a way connected to the way my relationship used to be around food in my body, right? Where it was like, there was never enough. I was never eating healthy enough. I was never thin enough in my um, late teens, early twenties. I really, really struggled that with that before I healed that. Um, and that of course is the journey in my first book, Eat With Intention. But what I was starting to see recently is how much my relationship with finances and success kind of mirror that um, in a way of, and I saw how when I was younger, I derived, you know, self-worth. And I mean, I was in high school, was early college, so we weren't even in the working world yet, you know? And I derived so much of my self-worth from my appearance, right? My physical body. And when I healed that, I think what happened was I also then shifted into deriving some of my self-worth through my worldly successes and through my finances and how whenever, whatever it is in our life, right, that we attach our self-worth to. And so, for instance, if you don't relate to either of those, you may, you maybe you attach your self-worth to how many friends you have. You attach your self-worth to how needed you are, to what a great mother you are. Um, you attach your self-worth to what a clean house you keep. I mean, there are so many things that we can attach our self-worth to that are outside of ourselves. And so what happens is we think that if we do this external thing, fill in the blank, we will become more worthy. And it was crazy. Just even on my walk this morning, I had this, this realization of how, you know, I'm so blessed right now at this point in my life. I've manifested some really incredible friendships, some deep soul sisters. And, but one of the things that I had always struggled with in a way was feeling worthy of trying to make friends, right? Kind of like putting myself out there in that way. And I always said to myself, you know, I'm just going to do great work. I'm going to end up being super successful. I'm going to end up being the, you know, interesting person that people want to talk to. And then that will be how I naturally attract these people, you know, to want to be my friends or, or maybe even with partners, right? That was kind of the way my mind worked and I had forgotten about it because it was just so long ago and I initially had that thought and I was realizing it this week about how even that thought was deriving my self-worth, my worthiness as a friend. You know, I have some friends that are incredibly successful and I have some friends that don't have much going on in their career agenda, right? And I don't see any of my friends as more or less valuable based on their finances or their career. Some of my friends that don't have anything going on in my career are, they're incredible listeners. They're, they have the most amazing qualities 
um, of great friends. And so it so was wild to me to see how I would judge my worthiness as a friend around how successful I am when really those two things have nothing to do with each other, right? Um, and so sharing that to help you look at during this eclipse, where have you been giving your worthiness away? Where have you dislodged from that innate worthiness that you came into this life with? You are worthy. I am worthy. We are worthy because we exist, right? If you have anybody in your life that has like a little baby that's, you know, a few months old or even a couple years old, whatever, that baby isn't, you know, trying to do anything, right? They're just existing at that point when they're so young. And of course, they're worthy of the world, right? I don't have a kid of my own yet, but I can imagine looking at, you know, your child and thinking, you know, they're worthy of literally everything in the entire world. I look at my girlfriend's babies and I'm like, you deserve the whole world. You deserve everything, right? And and we're still that way, right? Look at my clients and you deserve, they deserve the world. They are worthy of everything their heart desires. You are worthy of everything your heart desires. I am worthy of everything our heart desires. And I really feel like this full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus is showing us and breaking off this illusion that we've lived in over what equates to our worthiness. And so just like I mentioned before, again, the beauty of eclipses is that I really do believe this is a time for meditation. This is a time for reflection. Um, this is a time for journaling and and that. And it's less of a time for full moons in general are not times for, you know, starting new beginnings or anything like that. But in a way, it's like the new beginning will happen to you, right? Because through what's being illuminated with this full moon around your self-worth um, and also Taurus is very much um, earthly pleasures right and delight and um, connecting to sensual um, experiences so whether that's food whether that's being out in nature um, showing us where we can derive where we can enjoy being in our our physical body as well, right? How can we enjoy that in a way that is positive and productive? Um, and so going on hikes right now, enjoying cooking meals with loved ones, I think will be very in alignment with this um, eclipse. You're also going to see if you have, um, if anything's kind of unbalanced or out of bounds in that relationship, if you're someone that's comfort eating, <laughs> that's something that I think will be illuminated and shown to you in a Taurus full moon eclipse, right? So that you can look at the unhealthy relationship maybe you have with food and how you're using that sensual pleasure, right? Same thing with sex. Um, any sort of sensual pleasures could be shopping, right? How are we using, again, this external thing to make us feel internally better, right? Or, or yeah, I guess internally better, or I would say numb sometimes, right? I think all of that's going to be revealed. And so my, my words of encouragement as you move through this full moon eclipse and we move into eclipse season 
is to be a good steward of your energy, is to take care of yourself, is to just be open to the reflections. Um, and again, with the realizations, even the realizations that I was just sharing with you, there's not much that needs to be done, right? It might be a deeper state of inquiry that you want to go into. It might be some journaling, some reflecting, but what's being illuminated right now is shifting, right? What's being either removed or taken away or solidified in our life. It's like eclipses are happening to us. And so we can just be the conscious observers and ground ourselves in what is, you know, in our highest good to happen during this time. Um, and enjoy, enjoy the, you know, when I had that illumination around my worth and, and kind of some, the ways that I have, have reached for that worth in external things this past week, it freed me, just the awareness of it freed me from perpetuating that pattern, right? So oftentimes during these full moon eclipses, what happens is it's, it's, it's like a powerful illumination that sheds light on a certain area that once we see that area in the, the divine light, in the light of day, so to speak, we can never unsee it, right? So that shifts our neural pathways on a fundamental level because now all of a sudden, every time we fall into that old pattern, whether it's putting our, you know, deriving self-worth from something that our self-worth will never derive from, or it's, you know, using those sensual activities, the food, the sex, the um, shopping to fill a void that it will never fill, right? we now have that awareness of exactly what we're doing. And so we've already dislodged a lot of the power that that pattern had over us. And so what we can now do during this eclipse is consciously take steps in the, the other direction. We can say, okay, well, if I see that that's a pattern, you know, how can I release myself from that pattern? How can I just bring more awareness around it and see how that naturally shifts, how I behave in that area, how I show up in that area? And I always like asking those questions of ourselves. Well, what would I do if I knew I was worthy? You know, what would I do if I knew I was worthy just as I am? If I knew I was worthy, how I look physically now in my body, how, what would I do, right? How would I be? How would I show up? How much would I exercise and, and how would I nourish myself and what makeup would I wear and, and all those questions, just asking that question. If I knew I was worthy innately as I am, as I am and I wasn't getting extra worth from success or work, or work or money, how would that shift how I show up to work, right? If I knew I wasn't, if I knew being the best mom in the world wasn't how I derived worth from, how would I show up to being a mom? Would there be ways that I, and, and what you'll naturally find is when you ask that question is a more balanced way of showing up to that thing in our life. It's not that we have to cut that thing in our life out completely usually. It's just that we have a more balanced approach to it when we're not deriving self-worth from it. Same thing with any of those sensual activities that maybe we're utilizing to fill a void that they're not meant to fill. It's not that you can't ever shop again or you're not going to eat or or never have sex again or anything like that so you get into that right balance with it you get into the um, most beneficial space with it so um thank you for listening 
I would love to hear from you what's coming up for you around this. If you're listening to this on YouTube, feel free to write comments below. If you're this one, I usually show the video, but I just moved and I look kind of crazy and the lighting is not right. So this was an audio. Future Moons will be a video if you're watching it on YouTube, or you can always listen to it on uh, Divine Downloads podcast, wherever podcasts are. If you love this, please leave me a five-star review. It really helps send this to a friend um, that also loves the moons with you so you can be eclipse season buddies and uh, like I said before um, a great workshop to just have some self-care time to tune into your natural divine power what you're you know what's coming up for you what you really desire right now clearing any of these patterns that are no longer serving you is my divinely design your life 101 masterclass and it's below it's free um you know, if it feels good for you, I highly recommend uh, making a date with yourself and getting it done. So thanks for tuning in and I will see you on the next episode.